Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby here. Thanks for tuning in. So today, I wanted to talk to you all about how faith alone isn't enough. Now, I'm not talking about our salvation, right? Through salvation, faith is enough. Through Christ, by grace, we get to receive salvation through our faith. However, what I do want to talk about today is that faith alone isn't enough in our walk with God. And so I want to start off with sharing what Peter says in 2 Peter 1, verses 2 through 7. He says this, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God, and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has been given to us, all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which you have been given to us exceedingly great and precious moments, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. So I love what Peter is saying here. He's saying that, guys, faith alone isn't enough. He says to add on to our faith, virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, right? Godliness means having reverence to God and brotherly kindness and love. And what is the reason why Peter says these things? So that we can be partakers of the divine nature of God, right? So we can experience the fullness that God has for us. And what I want to emphasize today is on humility, on humbleness. And the Lord was teaching me through my own experience. I wanted to share with you guys, but last week, I just all of a sudden happened to have this eyelid infection. Now, I had this two years ago, and when I had this, my eye was really bad. Like, it was so swollen, um, and I believe it was a sty. It ended up turning into a sty, but it lasted for four weeks. And, you know, what I had last week, it basically resembled what I had two years ago. And I was just like, man, I had all these fears coming on. Like, what if this lasts again for, you know, four weeks? Because we have our upcoming conference coming up, our Discover Your Purpose conference. Um, it is going to be an online conference, so I'll, I'll plug that in here. But, you know, as I was just pondering all these things that were coming into my mind, I was like, no, like, you know, recently, also previously this past month during Easter, God has given had given me so many revelations of what he's done on the cross and i feel like i had all this faith stirring up so i was like no like i'm gonna believe for my healing and the next day goes by it gets worse and the day after it just stays the same and it's not getting better and i was just getting so frustrated and i remember telling my husband that i didn't understand why i wasn't getting healed right because i felt like you know i have the faith and i felt like i've been getting revelations of just the blood of jesus and what jesus has done and i was just starting to get upset and coming to god like god like i need to be healed i should be healed and i was even in a place where like i don't even have to ask god for his will because i felt like i deserved healing and so you know that went on for three days things didn't get better you know i finally started texting you know my other close girlfriends and telling them to pray along with me and finally you know sunday hits and sunday morning i decide to just spend time with the lord 
And as I was spending time with him, he brought up this passage here about Paul in 1 Corinthians that brought such conviction to me. So I'm just going to read it to you guys. So in 2 Corinthians 12, 6-9, Paul says, Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain so that no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say or because of these surpassing great revelations. So, you know, Paul had, you know, he had amazing revelations from God. And he says, therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. It says here that Paul was given a thorn so that he wouldn't be conceited. Right, not that this thorn came from God, because it clearly says that the messenger of Satan was there to torment him, but that God allowed it so that Paul wouldn't be conceited, right, with the revelations that he's gotten, that he would he wouldn't get boastful, that he wouldn't start boasting in himself, but in the midst of his weakness, still seeing God's grace move, right? So that he would only boast about God and not about his own strength. And when I read this, there was just conviction in my heart that I've been prideful. You know, that I haven't been coming to God with humility. I was coming to God with so many reasons of why I should be healed and that I've been receiving so many great revelations and I have so much great faith, right? But like faith alone isn't enough if we don't have humility. And so my eye was not getting better. And during that time too, I remember I was listening to a podcast from Chris Valentin and he happened to talk about humility. And I know how God speaks to me. He always speaks to me through repetition, right? I always, like, that's how he gets my attention is he just continues to say the same thing to get a message across from me. And so during my alone time with God that Sunday morning, I just started repenting to God. I started asking God for forgiveness because he showed my pride, you know? And I just came to a place where like, God, even if you don't heal my eye, like you still deserve all the glory. You know, I don't wanna come into a place of just grumbling and feeling like I deserve things. Right, because when we look at the when we look at the definition of humility, humility means to look at oneself lowly, right? Like you see yourself as low. And we have to understand that God is sovereign. And God, of course, out of his kindness and mercy, he blesses us and he heals us, right? Like that's what he wants us to have. But we have to understand that we don't have the right to come to God with our demands. And I feel like we can easily just come to God with so many demands and expectations. And, or maybe you're in a place like me where you've been getting so many revelations from God and, you know, you've been living for God and giving your all and it can, you can easily feel like, you know, you deserve certain things because of your walk with God. But we have to understand that God opposes the proud but gives favor to the humble. That's what James 4, 6 says. God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. And when you read James 4, it's all about coming to God with humility. But James even tells us in that chapter, he emphasized humility and he says like, guys, like don't even talk as if you're going to live next week or the next coming months, right? He says in verses 15 and to 16, instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. And so we have to remember that we have to humble ourselves, right? We don't know everything because we're not God and we need to come to him in humility, and it's not that God's not merciful because he is, he's kind and he's merciful. And the testimony that I want to share with you guys is, you know, that Sunday when I just repented to God and I started just, the Lord really showed me my heart. I didn't realize how prideful I was and how I got so into my head of thinking like, wow, I have these amazing revelations. I have this great faith, you know, like God must heal me. But when the Lord showed me my prideful heart and I repented before him, guys, 
like literally two hours later as i was getting ready for church even my husband was like wow your eyes getting so much better and as time went on that night it got so much better it got like 50 percent better and then as the days went by you know it just started getting better and better instead of getting worse my eyes started getting better and guys like three days later after sunday my eyes healed and it's just by god's favor and grace and like i said before when i had this last year it took four weeks to heal guys and you know god is so good because he didn't have to heal me right but he still chose to heal me when i corrected my heart he showed favor upon me he showed his kindness and mercy and i remember even thinking like man you know i have to do a video this coming week and i still i even if i had that eye i would still do the video but obviously i would rather not have to look that way and not have to go through that pain but god was so kind to still bring healing upon me and the passage that god reminded me was a story of job right and job we see that even god himself says that job was the most righteous man of all. We see in Job 1.8, God says to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. So if you don't know the story of Job, you know, this was a story where, you know, Job was a righteous man that even here we see that God even tells Satan that Job is a man of God who fears the Lord. Yet the enemy still wanted to tempt Job. You know, he wanted to show God that, to, to show God that, you know, Job is going to not be faithful because, and that Job is only being faithful because he's been blessed and good circumstances have happened. So the Lord allowed Job to go through trials, right? Job went through a lot. Like he went through so much sickness. He, his kids died. Like he, you know, everything that he had was lost, right? And in that midst, even in the midst of suffering, you know, Job then goes to God, gives God a whole list of reasons you know, that how he didn't deserve this suffering and all these sicknesses and these losses. He made a whole list of things of how he's never looked at a woman lustfully, right? And that he's always done right and that he's always looked upon the Lord. And he had this whole, you know, there's a chapter that, that Job is just listing all these reasons of why, you know, he doesn't deserve this. And God's response to Job was this. In Job 38, God says, Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm and he said, who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you will answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footing set? Or who laid its cornerstone while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? Who shut up the seas behind doors when it burst forth from the womb, when it made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness, when I fixed limits for it and set its doors and bars in place, when I said this for you may come and no farther, here is where your proud waves halt. Have you ever given orders to the morning or shown the dawn its place, that it may take earth by the edges and shake the wicked out of it? And so God starts making all these lists of things to Job and saying, Job, you know, where were you when I created the earth? Right, and what God was trying to sh show Job is, you know, where Job's place is and where God's place is. Right, Job wasn't at the level of where God is. He didn't create the earth. He didn't know how to feed the lions. Right, he wasn't there. God was reminding Job that he was nothing. He is not comparable to God. Right, and despite Job having, you know, living rightly with God and that he was one of the most blameless, upright men that God knew, even he didn't have the right to come to God with pride and arrogance and demand God of things that he didn't deserve. In 40, Job 42 to four, Job answers God and with realization of his sin, of his pride, of his self-righteousness. And he says, I am unworthy. How can I reply to you? 
I put my hand over my mouth. And so in that moment, Job realized that, you know, he was coming to God in sin and pridefulness. And if Job, my, my question to you guys is, if Job, who is so righteous and has such fear of God, if he couldn't come to God with demands, then how much should we, you know, not be able to come to God with demands? We must always come to God with humility and not with our demands or self-righteousness because it's when we come down in humility that we see God's favor and kindness shine through. And what's beautiful about the story of Job is even though Job, you know, offended God and sinned before God, the Lord was still so kind to grant Job double favor and blessings in return for his repentance. In Job 42 verses 12, it says, The Lord blessed the latter parts of Job's life more than the former part. He had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, a thousand yoke of oxen, and a thousand donkeys. And he also had seven sons and three daughters. Nowhere in all the land were there found women as beautiful as Job's daughters. So guys, like God was so kind that he double blessed Job, right? Even though Job came to God like that. And so guys, understand that it's not like that God doesn't want to bless us, but he cares about our heart. He cares about our, you know, our purity before the Lord. And God says that he shows favor to the humble, right? Just like myself, like the moment that the Lord gave me this revelation about Job and looking about at my own life, I didn't even know that I was going to be healed at the time that quick. But even then, I just had this just just experiencing God's love and his kindness, you know, that he would still be so kind to show my heart's condition. And even more so within three days, healing my eye completely, which is so supernatural, right? But he didn't have to heal me, but he did. He didn't even have to heal me as quick as he did, but he did. And that's God showing his kindness. So guys understand that the Lord is so kind and he's so slow to anger. He really is. We just don't realize how much sin we've done to him, you know, how much we've messed up. And he's so kind and so patient with us. So I want to encourage you guys to invite the Holy Spirit to inspect your hearts. You know, what are some areas in your hearts that you need to be made right with God? You know, maybe it's just sin that you don't, you can't see because I didn't even realize that I had pride in my heart, right? Until the, the Holy Spirit showed me. And so invite the Holy Spirit to inspect your heart, to show you areas that you need to soften your heart in. And maybe you're like me where you have been in a place of, just full of pride and demands to God. But I want to encourage you to come to God with humility because when you come to him with humility, he grants favor, right? It even says in 1 Peter 5 to 6, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Right? The key there is to humble ourselves before God that he may lift us up. We have to understand that like, if God already sees us being prideful, He's not going to want to bless us or give us more because we're just going to think it's ourselves, right? Like me, like I was just looking to my own faith, looking to my own self and not coming to God with reverence of him and understanding my place versus his place. So we have to humble ourselves, right? To understand that we are nowhere comparable to God and we have no right to make demands. But yes, God has shown us his love and mercy, but even then we still need to come to him in humbleness. In 2 Chronicles 4.14, God says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will hear their land. Right, like God says, if we will humble ourselves and pray and seek his face. For like humility, like when we come to God with humility, it, it touches God's heart in a unique way that he grants us favor, that he, you know, we even read many times in the, in the Old Testament of God extending people's lives because they prayed and they, and they fasted and they sought the Lord, right? There's many times where we see God healing and extending people's lives because of humility. So I want to encourage you, if, if you have pride in your heart, 
and it's your pride that's preventing you from seeing God's blessings. You know, repent, turn to God, and ask the Holy Spirit to change your heart and to give you meekness and humbleness. Because I believe there are things in our lives that are preventing us from experiencing the full blessing that God has for us. Like what we read earlier in 2 Peter, God longs to show us his divine nature, his blessings, his supernatural blessings, his healing power. But we have to add on to our faith, right, godliness. And pride is not godliness, right? Godliness means that we have a reverence for God. But when we have pride, we are just not acknowledging that God is above all, right? It even says in Revelations that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. Nehemiah 9.6 says, You alone are the Lord. You made the heavens, the heavens of heavens with all their hosts, the earth and all that's in it, the seas and all that is in them. You give life to all of them and the heavenly hosts bow before you. Like we have to understand that God is a God who has made heaven and earth and everything in it, right? Including ourselves. We have to come to him with humility and understand that he's sovereign, that God has the right to do whatever he wanted to do, but out of his love and kindness, he sent his son Jesus to save us, right? So that we could be made right with God and have eternal life. It was out of his joy and his mercy and understand that no matter, even if you've made so many sins, even if you messed up, God is so kind and humility is what will touch his heart when we understand and we really truly come to God with repentance, with a true heart to want to worship him. And I love Lamentations 3.22 says, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Like God's mercies never end. That's how beautiful it is. Like no matter how many times we mess up, his mercies will never end. And we see that in the, New Test in the Old Testament, you know, when the Israelites messed up over and over again and they worship other idols, God still had a plan of restoration for them. Like that's his heart. So I pray that through this video and through my testimony and through the story of Job that you would see the kindness of the Lord, that he's such a kind heart and he's so merciful and that you would come to God and make everything that you've done wrong and make it right. You know, because this is a time where God wants to show you his blessings. He wants to take you to the next level. He wants to give you actual joy. Like we can't say that we have joy if we are not feeling joy. We can't say that we have peace if we don't have peace. Right? And God wants to give us these things, but maybe there are things in our hearts that we need to make right. right? Like if there is a relationship that you need to cut off, if you need to stop lying, if you need to stop having jealousy or unforgiveness in your heart, there are certain things that need to be made right so that we can experience the full blessing that God has for us. In the New Testament, Jesus, right when he came down on earth, in Matthew 4, 17, it says, Jesus says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And we see Jesus, you know, throughout his ministry time saying this over and over again, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And so I wanna encourage you guys all to now repent because the kingdom of God is here, right? Like he lives in us and he lives through believers who come and accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior and are filled with the Holy Spirit. His kingdom is here and he wants to show you his kingdom. He wants to bring his kingdom from heaven onto earth. So this is a time to get your life right. And so I wanna pray with you all today. God, I thank you, Lord, for every single person who is listening right now, God. I pray, Lord, that you would just open their eyes to see, God, that you're a real and loving Father, Lord, that you see everything that they're doing, that, God, that you even know the depths of their heart that they may not even realize is inside of them. God, I just pray, Lord, that you would be so real to them, God, that you would show them your love, that they would hear the call of you, Lord, our Father, God, for you have created us. You are our maker, God. I pray, Lord, that you would awaken God, your call into our hearts, Lord, that we would truly come to you, God, in repentance, Lord. God, that we would truly give of ourselves and surrender our lives once again, Lord, 
Forgive us, God, of the times, Lord, where we have forgotten you, God, when we have forsaken you, Lord, where we have turned around and lived off of your ways, God. But Lord, we come humbly before you, God, and we ask, Lord, that you would transform our hearts first, Lord. Help us to live rightly, God. And I pray, Lord, that every blessing that you have for us, God, would flow through our lives, God, that our lives would be a testimony of who you are and your goodness and your power, God. Lord, you're not just a God that we read about in books, God, in the Bible, but God, you're a real and alive God. You're a miracle-working God who is moving powerfully even today, God. I thank you, Lord, for the testimony of healing in myself, God. I pray, Lord, for those who are listening who need healing on themselves, God. I pray, Lord, as they come before you humbly, God, that you would grant their cries, God, that you would hear their cries and that you would bring healing, God. For those who need provision, God, that you would open doors of provision, Lord, and opportunities, God. I pray, Lord, that you would just release your favor upon the listeners, God, that your mercy and grace would follow us, God, all the days of our lives. So I thank you, God. I thank you, Lord, for just everything you are and your complete kindness, Lord. I pray, God, that your love would be so real to us, God. We thank you, Father. In your name we pray, amen. So I pray that you've been blessed by this. If you have, don't forget to subscribe. If you're watching on our podcast, you can subscribe there. Um, write a review so that more people can also be exposed to this podcast and be blessed. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe as well and share this. You never know who could be blessed. And I also want to encourage you guys as well, if you haven't already followed us on Instagram or on Facebook, follow us so that you don't have to wait, you know, each week for the podcast or the blog to come out. But on our Instagram and our social media accounts, every day we share encouraging words from God, you know, to help you find God real in your everyday life. So I encourage you to just stay connected. And I hope that you guys have been blessed by this message and excited to see all that God has for you, all that he has in this coming season. So God bless and I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.